So, as part of our Thought Bubble special uh, here on the show, uh, we've got ourselves another great guest that's going to talk to us now. Uh, this is Master Illustrator and um, good friend. This is Alison Sampson. Hello, Alison. How are you? Hi there. I'm, I'm good, thank you. Um, I'm sort of recovered from Thought Bubble, more <laughs> or less. Uh, I mean, it's Thursday after the weekend, so I kind of ought to be, but that's Thought Bubble for you. I'm speaking to a bunch of people, and Concrud is definitely creeping in on a number of people, so I oh, totally it's understand. It's just, it's just sleeping. <laughs> it's, just, it's just sleeping. It's, de- it's deadlines before, deadlines during, and deadlines after, and Thought Bubble, and, like, there's more people than you can possibly think of to say hello to, and that's how it is. I mean, my personal favourite, there was a tweet about the Monday before Thought Bubble, and this was Kevin Conroy, who's a senior exe- uh, editor at uh, DC, saying, um, what's really great about putting pro comics out is when all your pros go to Thought Bubble, and therefore are my deadlines get completely ruined. Thank you so much indeed. Although, <laughs> although I actually had, a very, I had what I would call a quiet night in on Saturday night with my artwork, and... An ex- I got room service from wow. the restaurant downstairs to my my apartment. Well, the waiter came up and you know with all the fancy stuff, and I worked as well. So and I Godzilla. So it was kind of like my Saturday night wasn't a party, but like surprisingly, we thought, well, you can fit it in. That's that that's comics. You fit it in. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, first things first. Uh, if you could introduce yourself and to my listeners and uh, tell tell us what you do. My name is Alison Sampson. Um, I draw comics. I'm, I have, I don't really write them, but I make them generally, and I'm mainly known for my creator-owned work, which is largely with Image Comics. And at the moment, on this week, in fact, today, tomorrow, and the next day, which is why I have deadlines, I am finishing Hit Girl because it has taken too long, and it, but it is so awesome. And um, that was what I was mainly showing people at Thought Bubble, and if you talk to me, with it's very, very likely we talked about that. And otherwise, um, I'm mainly known for horror comics, and um, I seem to have a lot of girl stuff, which is kind of great. That's what I want to do. And um, I'm going on to Sleeping Beauties with IDW, like, I won't say tomorrow, but like now, and um, on sort of overlapping it with the other one. And um, we're just, as I say, um, Hit Girl... It's just come to the point where people have begun to notice what it's really about and we're starting to have some good conversations. And um, the thing that we wanted to do, or which is, it's really about representation of all sorts of people. The thing we really want to do is just coming out. And, and in a way, when that's done, I feel I can move on a bit. Fair enough. I mean, this just to explain to to our listeners that I mean, this is a mini series which is part of the the ongoing story of Hit Girl, which is uh, oh, yeah. Mark Miller's it's not, story. It's not like other Hit Girl at all. I mean, we she's she's in it, she's in it, but kind of that's about as much as I can say. Really, the rest is it's written by Peter Milligan and coloured by Triona Farrell. And between one thing and the other, Hit Girl, as you know it, it is not. And that's what they were. That's what they were aiming for was to get a load of different voices on her. Absolutely. I mean, it's a beautiful book as well, and uh, if you are listening to this, really do check it out, because it's a fantastic run. So what were you up to at Thought Bubble this year? Were you um, mostly talking about Hit Girl? Was it mostly about your art? What was what was kind of your focus when it comes to being behind the table at Thought um, Bubble? I was, I was mostly talking about Hit Girl, and Diamond were good enough to get me my second issue in advance of Wednesday. 
and um, although and although that was very low key because it was in advance of Wednesday, we so we had the first and second issues on the table, big fold of original arts, artist proofs, whole load of stuff, and this was very interesting to people because I I very rarely sell my original art off the table or even show people. So we talked a lot about what was in it, about what it was about, the colour. Um, West Yorkshire, Yorkshire has quite a big Asian population. Some of them were over to have a look. Um, talk about that. I mean, it's very much, although people won't know, it, I needed a lot of help to make the book because it's an all Asian book, basically, and I am not Asian. And um, so all my sort of second generation Asian, you know, their parents and grandparents came over, sort of second and second and third generation friend, friends are in the book, like lots and lots and lots of them. And that's kind of also who's around and coming to the table and we're talking about it and like people identify. And um, it's it's a fun thing. It's it's fun to make comics. It's fun to talk about making comics and it's fun to talk about being in comics. So there was an awful lot of, a huge amount of participation with this book. Um, for I think the youngest person in it is um, seven or eight, Felix, and the oldest person, although... I hate to say she's the oldest, it's probably Mrs. Faruqi, who appears on the second to last page, showing us exactly how to look good in a sari. Um, like, like, believe me, none of the rest of us can like that. And, um, yeah, so it's, it is, to some extent, a people's book. And that's, so I was at my table pretty much all the time, showing people that, talking about it, talking about making it. And then when I wasn't doing that, oh, I'm just talking about horror comics as well because we, I was sort of next to John Lee, and there was a certain flavour down the aisle, and um, which is, I, I, I won't say grossness for kids, but not for kids, but that's kind of where we were at. And then on Sunday afternoon, my sister came in with her family there from Yorkshire and um, took the kids around a bit while my sister sat at the table. So if anybody missed me, I'm really sorry because um, going round Thought Bubble with... Um, kids is the best that is that's the way that's the way to enjoy that show yeah absolutely fantastic so i mean i think the reason why i definitely want to talk to you is because uh, being an artist well i mean it's a different experience uh, than being yeah. um a self-publisher than being a writer i mean all there's all these different uh, aspects and different flavors to being behind the table at a Comic-Con and being an artist that's a whole other experience entirely when it came to Thought Bubble what was the experience for you I mean you were saying that you were um, it's not something that you're used to to selling your art or showing your the original art off um, not, not, not a person. I mean, I have, a, I have a dealer in the States and he gives people good pricing. Pricing original art is for me is very difficult because, um, it just is. I take a long time on the arts and original art doesn't really sell like that. You know, I might've taken an inordinate amount of time, but that's not how it works. And, um, and also I'm not mega, mega famous and it's not Batman, frankly. And, um, that's, the world of original art selling for you. Um, but that said, the art, comics has moved on since I came into comics and um, the market has come to meet me pretty much, like really. And I think that is also the case for Thought Bubble where we were going around, with, particularly with the kids, and I thought, I don't need to hunt out stuff for them anymore. It's like they can go around on their own 
and they can find a bit of this and a bit of that and it's all over. And that's kind of where we are, that it's a very omnivorous crowd. You know, there's a whole load of people who I've met before. There's people I see at every thought bubble. In fact, there's people I see at nearly every convention. <laughs> and, um, you know, and there's have you got the new stuff? And it's like me, I see, I see it maybe twice a year and it's like this time I can say I've got the new stuff. And here it is. And this means these people who I see again and again, it means quite a lot to me. And I think it probably means a fair bit to them as well. And um, that's partly what you're here for. Um, so it was having a cat. I mean, having a catch up, you know, what have you been doing? They know a lot. I mean, they've, I've talked to them about all the other books and probably sold, probably sold them to them. And it's now sort of like, well, this is where we are, you know, and that's what I'm going to do. And you know and talk about the books and talk about the work and then just enjoy it then we don't do this very often we don't get out much <laughs> well i mean i know you're someone who loves to interact at shows with your fans and with people who come to the table you are somebody i mean i was passing by uh, several times and i couldn't get to talk to you because you were always talking to somebody which is great we did wave we did wave, we did wave. We did wave. but it, it means that you are able to really get into um it's not just a passing thing you do get to ta to talk and really get uh, involved in a conversation with the fans and that's fantastic yeah. uh, but yeah. like you say you managed to um get the chance to look around the con like i say you got to take the kids around which is fantastic i mean what was the highlights for thought bubble for you away from your table do um, you know what was the the room which really caught your eye um i think I think it was, this is going to sound like a cop-out on what you're saying, which you're wanting something specific, but I think actually it was that it had something for everybody because the two I was with, Jake and Jeannie, they're my sister's kids, and Jeannie's nine and really into art and likes watching people doing the painting and takes the sketchbook round, and Jake is um, 12 and much more into sort of Marvel films and characters, and to some extent he'd be like, you're, you're absolutely obvious customer at, a, at um, a broader sort of Comic-Con like San Diego where he'd probably be you know, he would probably explode. Whereas Jeannie came to Thought Bubble last year and saw all the people painting and it just changed her life. So, wow. yeah, no, it really did. And um, so for them that I could be with them and we could get the same thing off the same person. We got something for each of them off the same person at some of the tables was, you know, pretty amazing. That is special, you know. And so, I mean, they met Kim Joy, who makes a great impression. And they got to look at um, Steve White's dinosaur art. They met Dan Berry, who both sold them books and did them paintings and drew them bats. Um, what else did we do? I mean, Dan's always superb because he's um, his art works for so many people. And um, it's so approachable in how it's done. And yet you get something like... Um, is how we live in the shadows book and it's like that's pretty something else you know and and that you can it's like a go deeper thing so i was i i liked how how easily people it sounds terrible how easily people were catered for and then at the end of that we i had to return to my table and um they could go off on their own which is a first that um the harrogate convention center it because i mean these was nice but it was a bit different where it was it's a bit more disjointed and a bit more out on the street but this was nice because they could they're pretty young they could go off on their own together and it was all under one roof and it was pretty easy to orientate and they were fine and i don't know what they did my sister is going to send me the photograph of the hall later today but um 
they got they got a lot of lovely books. Janet Lee's beautiful decoupage book, um, where she flew over from um, from Nashville, and she brought a folder of original collages that is the her mermaid book, which I forget what it's called. And um, but they, they like all sorts of things. Like um, Jeannie, though she's only nine, has very um, adult tastes. And, um, you know, she likes people like Esad Ribich and Mahmoud Azra. And she likes this very developed, perfectionist, perfectionist, grown up drawing. And she's, she also likes Gemma. I was tabling next door to Gemma Coral and that was kind of perfect. <laughs> um, so it's, um, you know, gorgeous, cute, cute things and some pretty decent high level art as well. And it was all there, you know. So that's a cop out on your answer. Sorry. <laughs> no, like, not really. I mean, like <laughs> well, I mean, you touched on the the venue and how it was different to uh, yeah. uh, Leeds. And I've spoken to several people about this, about how, yeah, it was so disjointed, and there was that kind of footfall that you had to put in that footwork to get from tent to tent to tent, and that kind of meant that people weren't necessarily parting with their money because they were thinking oh well maybe i'll miss something in the next tent and next thing you know you get to the end of the tents they're not wanting to double back and it was it kind of got really uh, certainly for the independent and um the self-publishing the, the maybe the, there was the sales weren't there because this time there was a definite narrative to the rooms it was all connected and it the, the, the vibe in the room was just so positive uh, i think that the, the change of the room was uh, so much better and that like i say that through line to go from the entrance and then round to the uh the ask for mercy hall and then round to the signing room there was this natural kind of flow yeah. to the whole thing which no, is really no, cool. I, I, com I completely agree and also there weren't too many aisles either i mean there was what four in the first one and three in the second one and sort of none in the third one sort of well no that's not true the, the, the people who were in the signing hall did have aisles and that was the bit i didn't go around and that's as has been the case with the victoria hall that's the bit that I'm not sure about. The one thing I would say, which is parking, um, to be really, really boring, I think probably if Thought Bubble could give some thought to that and maybe put some maps up or some something to help people who are driving who don't know Harrogate, that would help because they were a bit late into the con because of – they were late anyway. Sure. But they were late into the con because of um, parking stuff. And um, it's quite a long slog up from South Yorkshire, so or even West Yorkshire. New Yorkshire's big, so um, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, match for the parking. I'm sure the parking's there. It's just kind of let's make it easier for everybody. Yeah, I, I kind of circumvented that by getting the hotel and using the hotel parking. That was just that's, <laughs> that's probably the easiest. The visitors, yeah, they're not all in hotels. Absolutely, and yeah, I, I totally agree. Um, I think that's. That's Harrogate generally because it is a, a Victorian town. It's very, it's steeped in that history. It's a, it's a bath town. Um, it's not a town that's going to modernise really anytime soon because it's really it embraces that no. history. So no. it's, it's it's but it, but it is it is what it is. It's like as I've said to people, it's it's like Bath was for the Georgian Georgians, Harrogate was for the Victorians, and that's where we are. So it's kind of you know Bath has Jane Austen and we have the Brontes. This is it. Absolutely. So. Um, and it actually ties in very neatly with Kieran Gillen's die, which I'm not going to say anything about, but there is that Bronte connection. But you say I'm from Yorkshire, so I, I'm like, yay, Harrogate. <laughs> even, even, even though amongst Yorkshire people, we are, I think it's probably fair to say that it isn't just me, we are somewhat chippy about Harrogate. <laughs> uh, because it's where the rich people live. Uh, but but yes. they, to, to give them credit, they came to the convention 
they were there. I know because I know I know people there. And um, we enjoyed Harrogate. And I told everybody I know to go to Betty's, which some of them did. And um, I had a very first thing I did was got off the train, couldn't even check into the hotel, met Ian Edgington, the the writer. Yay. At um, the reception in the hotel, I was like, do you want to go? To, like, as you do, this is a very thoughtful thing. I said, would you like to should we just go to Betty's now? And, um, and he was like, yeah, let's do it. So I had an hour of tea, very nice tea, with Ian Edgington and Betty's on the Friday afternoon. Now that's thought bubble. Nice. That's what you do. That's it's kind of the, those weird little things. Those interactions. Those, those, you know, and we had a nice tea, just the two of us, and some good cake and some decent egg sandwiches. And, and my tea had been made with, like, the first, you know, it was amazing. And... Um, so, but that's thought of for you. It's it's a bit of this and a bit of that with this person and a bit of this with that person. We had a great dinner on Friday night where the, the ladies' big meat dinner where um, with Jessica Martin and Lucy Sullivan and um, Ted and Roe, who do Crowded, and David LaFuente and that's a, a whole bunch. That's a stellar lineup. Good God. It was, it was, that, that was, I, I see, the thing is when I go to a convention, I like to, well, see, for Yorkshire, I can treat people as I like to be treated. I like I like a nice, quiet dinner where we can actually talk and chat. Oh, and Janet Lee as well. So it's like, yeah, Lucy Sullivan, Jessica Martin, and Janet Lee meet. Now, there's a thing. And, uh, yeah, and uh, it's the books, people. And, um, yeah, I, I, li- I like... I like a nice quiet dinner where we're ideally with some wine where we can talk as opposed to shout at each other in a bar. So we did that on the we there was a, another one on the sun. I think everybody does this, you know, go out to dinner with people you see once in a blue moon. Yeah, we all do. That makes sense. And not, when you've got the level of people that are coming to Thought Bubble and that, that sheer spread of talent, and yeah, it's great to uh, have um, just all these interactions and uh, meet up with them. And stuff too. can be done, you know. Sure. That, uh, you know, X person knows about such a thing and Y person knows about such a thing, and, and oh, couldn't you do to know that? And let's mix it up a bit and see what happens. And, um, or indeed, let's as is the case with the ladies' big meat dinner, let's just eat a lot of meat. <laughs> Fair enough. And that's kind of it, really. Fair enough. It, 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 to be honest, it's about for, it's about quiet times and fortification before it gets intense. Because people say to me, you know, it's like, why is Thought Bubble only two days? And I'm like, you'll find out. <laughs> Any more than two, and I think that could break several people. Yeah, I, I totally... Well, I, I wouldn't have mind. I would have liked a third this year. I mean, I think, I think it's... It's going to be good. It's an interesting question for Lisa down the line because Thought Bubble now can get bigger. It's it's now on the first step of some other journey where it, if it wanted to be, it could be Emerald City Comic Con wow. easily. It's got a venue now. Wow. So the question is, is where is it going and will it stay two days? I mean, that's a whole other thing. That's a question I'd love to put to her. Let's see if I can uh, get put that to her at some point. Yeah. Excellent. So, I mean, uh, uh, it seems like a, a foregone conclusion on this question. Then, would you be back next year? Will you be back next year? Uh, I want to be, and um, obviously, like everybody else, I have to apply. One never knows. It is, it is a curated selection. You don't. I'm not taking it for granted no. whether I get in. Nobody should. And um, I'd like to. The other question is, is about my timetable, which is, if I'm managing it, I would like to. If I'm not managing it. I'll, I'll skip it. But to be honest, if I do, Thought Bubble's the one. Yeah. You know, 
if I, if I'm not, I mean, I've got into Emerald City and I probably won't go. And, you know, there's other places where I'd like to go and I probably won't go. And I'd like to go to TCAF, which I book is good for TCAF, but I probably won't go. And so if I do anything, it ought to be Thought Bubble, really. That make, shouldn't it, it? It should. That makes sense. Excellent stuff. It is the one, it is. really. It stands alone. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we were talking in the line uh, getting into the venue uh, on the Saturday morning, and we were kind of talking about what other shows vaguely compare, and there isn't one. It really does oh, stand alone. What was it? There was one. There was one I just thought of where I was like, "This is like that." Um, it's not far off the Emerald City Artist Alley, or it could oh, be. I meant, in, I, mean, well, I meant in here in the UK, certainly. I mean, in the UK, uh, it stands alone. No, no. I mean, everybody what everybody needs to be different. They are all different. Um, MCM is probably more teenage-orientated and much, much broader and has all that show-busy stuff. The Lakes is a, is a very – is a European book convention, and almost – not a different thing entirely, but – Less less similar than you might think. Um, Portsmouth is families. Oldham, I'm going to this next with fingers crossed. Timetables being okay, I'm doing this next year. So I think Oldham would like to be Thought Bubble West of the Midlands, <laughs> but I'm not sure. I think who wouldn't who wouldn't like to? Be, I mean, Glasgow is is not is is close, but is about a tenth of the size. Nicola has massive capabilities for that, and but I like it in its current venue, and I like it small, and I think we all do. Fair enough. But like Glasgow's great. So no, we have we have things, but nothing quite like sure. it. Sure, Glasgow, I want to go to. I'm not going to lie, that is a show it's I want very, to get up to. Very, it's very fun, but you practice your drinking before you go because <laughs> boy. Fair enough. Fair enough. Listen, Alison, thank you very much indeed for coming on and talking to us. Um, just to wrap things up, what have you got going on at the moment and what's coming up next for you? Right. Hit Girl is currently in the shops. We've got two issues. We've got the first and second issues of a series of four in the shops. The second issue came into the shops yesterday. And then so we've got um, issues in mid I was going to say mid-November, mid-December, time flies when you make comics, mid-December and mid-January has third and fourth issues. And then the trade will be out in February. And um, I would suggest you put in orders. We are, I think, the very end of the Hit Girl run. And uh, you know what shops are like at this point is that they don't necessarily have it on the shelves for people who are wandering. And so if people want it, they should ring up their local comic shop and order it. And then after that, I'm going to sequester myself away for Sleeping Beauties, which is starting sooner than I would like, <laughs> and, um, and make that as good as I can possibly make it. And then after that, and this is just secret between you, me, and your radio show, I've got an image series. Oh, okay. Which, of course, I have. Image are a great home for uh, for creators, so congratulations on that. It 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 is, and um, I... When we go off air, I will tell you what it is. (laughs) Thank you very much indeed. Excellent. Alison, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me.